oh, your son told me about your business or, or your daughter told me about your business. So that just um, helps me know that we are incorporating this thing all together. You know what yes. I mean? So like family life and the business life of being an entrepreneur is all working together. And that makes me really happy. Welcome to the Capital Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Brinkley. Each week, we hear from stay-at-home moms who earn at least $2,000 per month without having to miss out on any of the precious moments with their kids. Today's guest holds a special place in my heart, and I am so honored to have her on the show today. We met about two years ago at an event for local businesses, and I was so inspired by her story and impressed with the beautiful and delicious chocolate-covered strawberries she brought for us to sample. Nicole Williams is a mother of four, ages 22, 14, 12, and 9. She is the owner of Incredibly Sweet, a home-based business specializing in chocolate-covered strawberries, offering an array of baked goods such as cupcakes, celebration cakes, gourmet popcorn, and cake pops, just to name a few, for all celebratory occasions and events, including corporate caterings. I also want to congratulate Nicole on her newest recognition by the Kansas Department of Commerce for being named the Kansas Woman-Owned Supplier and Distributor Business of the Year. She will receive that award next week. Nicole, congratulations and thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. When you introduce me like that, it just does something (laughs) to me. That was so exciting. (laughs) Well, I love it. And reading that was, I was like, oh, my mouth's watering. I need some of these sweet treats. So I'm very excited for you to take us through your journey. And I just want you to start off by sharing what led to you creating this wonderful business. So it all started when I came, I moved here from California. Uh, My husband relocated us here for his employment. And I was a stay-at-home mom um, with four children. My daughter was in high school at the time, but I had three younger boys. And um, while doing that, um, we learned that my son, my youngest son, um, he got diagnosed with autism. So he's on the spectrum. And um, when I moved down here, it really, because I have no friends, no family, I was just here by myself. Um, it really put me in a state of depression. So in order for me to come out of that and to um, put it in something positive that would keep my mind off the everyday thing of being a mom, um, I started dipping chocolate covered strawberries. And um, it was my outlet, actually, especially when I would go to the grocery store and pick out the strawberries. That was my time for me and that just started the love and the passion of what I am today, incredibly sweet. And this is why I love your story so much, because on the outside looking in, you just would never think that these strawberries have meant so much to your life and that they have really been able to take you out of that depressed state and this activity. So at what point did you say, you know what, I think I can, you know, actually make a profit from doing this and turn this into a business? I just knew, I don't know, I can't really explain how 
it transitioned over to being a business, but I do know that by me continuously doing those and I felt how much it helped me with my depression, I believed in myself enough to be able to not just share them, but to also sell them, even though they were hideous, like they were hideous when I first started. (laughs) But we grew together and we grew into a passion. We grew into a business. And it's today to this day, it's still my baby. And I'm still growing incredibly sweet. So that just makes it all uh, the more important for me to thrive and not just chocolate covered strawberries because I decided to expand. So it was not just chocolate covered strawberries. It's also um, celebration cakes. It's also cake pops. It's also hot cocoa bombs. So I'm constantly um, raising the bar and challenging myself to be able to continue with Incredibly Sweet. Yes. And you said that you had relocated here. And so when you moved here, you didn't have any family or friends that you knew locally. How has that changed now that you have this local business and you're out here in this community? So it has changed tremendously. I can no longer say that I don't have friends. I can no longer say that I don't have family. So in both here, in both of those arenas, um, it has just uh, blossomed because um, I have an enormous amount of friends that are so supportive. I have uh, um, entrepreneur friends. I have uh, clients that have become friends. I have uh, my church family, uh, my family from California. Um, I have most of them here with me now. I have coaches in the come on down. <laughs> yes. And so now, yes, it's, it's awesome. And so now it's, um, I have total support total support from family, friends, and my church family. Awesome. And I also wanted to ask you, so when you first started, you had three young children. What type of hours were you dipping and working when they were young, younger? And Mm -hmm. then how has that transformed? And what does a typical day for you for your business look like? So it kind of changed because when we first got here, when we first moved here, Um, I was that stay-at-home mom, and so um, the income was not on my part. The income was on my husband's part because I was at home raising the children, and so it finally started to take a change and a turn um, when I decided to actually do the chocolate-covered strawberries and get monies for that, so normally my days at that point would look as, um, let's see, I would put the kids to sleep and dip while they're sleeping and then wake up in the wee hours of the morning and dip chocolate covered strawberries while they were sleeping. So it was like up all night and up early in the morning. (laughs) Wow. And how does it look now? So now it's more of an all day thing for me. Um, when you start to grow your business, um, you have to focus a lot of time and um, effort into um, letting it thrive. And so now that they're older, um, they are able to help me in the kitchen. 
Um, they're able to tell people about my business, which makes this so cool because when they come to me and say, oh, your son told me about your business or, or your daughter told me about your business. So that just um, helps me know that we are incorporating this thing all together. You know what I mean? Yes. So like the family life and the business life of being an entrepreneur is all working together. And that makes me really happy. Yeah. And you hear a lot about work-life balance and like yeah. having dedicated, you know, family time and separate business time. But one of the things that I really admire about you is how you are integrating some of that and including the kids mm-hmm. and I'm sure your husband too in the business And so it really is a family business and they're already, you know, marketing for you and being salespeople and advertisers. So just what are some of the benefits that you have seen for them as they've gotten to be a part of this growing and thriving business? So one of the business that um, I know for sure that teaches them is it teaches them teamwork. So they're not only learning teamwork on their sports teams. They're learning it within the home because in order for me to actually like do events or a lot of baking, I need help. I need help loading the car, unloading the car. I need help setting up the tents. I need help doing a lot of the heavy strenuous things. But even so much as putting a label on a package for me, like that helps me tremendously. So I think that it's very impactful just having them um, understand because they see it for themselves that anything that you do, whether it's on the field um, with sports or whether it's working, um, being an entrepreneur, it's all hard work. And they learned that lesson very early on in life that it's hard work, but it can be done can be done. Yes. And it's really life skills that they're learning here. Have Mm -hmm. you seen with your oldest child, who's now 22, have Mm -hmm. you seen them take some of these skills um, into their own life in other areas as well? Of course. Um, I know that she does. She's in the party arena herself. So she's into like uh, the decorating uh, parties and things like that. And so there are a lot of tips that I can give her as far as how to set the table up or how to keep her uh, customers in order. And so, and also how to, because I'm a very friendly outgoing person and I think they see that a lot. And especially her, she likes carries. I can see her as like my mini me. Like she carries that same bubbly personality that hyperactive, when she's working, she carries that same attitude with her when she's working with her people. Very cool. And I know that's got to be such a proud mama moment to see her doing that. And I feel (laughs) like when you are raising your children like this, it's almost like they're getting that um, jump start into entrepreneurship that maybe you know, if you weren't raised with that background, you wouldn't have had. So Mm -hmm. that's another question I have for you is, were you raised in an entrepreneur household? How have you kind of found that that is the spirit that you have? Well, I wasn't typically raised in an entrepreneurship household, um, but I did learn a lot of the aspects of baking from my grandmother because I saw her do that so much, especially on the holidays, like she would do all the cooking, all the baking. And to this day, like I can truly appreciate everything that she did for us because it was not just a a few people. It was like a whole bunch of people 
family, people that were living in the neighborhood, they were all invited to come over. And I think as seeing that as a child growing up, um, that taught me a lot about using baking as a service. So if someone passed away or if someone was grieving, my grandmother would make them a pound cake and it would just be so delicious. It's just a regular pound cake. But when I saw that exchange of how the pound cake, um, how it uplifted someone's spirit, if they're grieving, if they're having a funeral for what, you know, whatever reason, it lifted up their spirits. And that kind of is resonates with me like a lot because I feel that baking and baking things for other people really uplifts their spirit, regardless of what spirit they're in. It just makes them happy. And so I feel yes. like I got that I got that piece of entrepreneurship from her. Oh, that is awesome. And so that's been something that was instilled in you at a young age that you really grabbed a hold of. And then later in life, when you were going through a tough time with your emotions and your feelings, that just came back for you. And Mm -hmm. then it just kind of, I mean, it sounds like it just continued to evolve. It wasn't like when you were in that depressed state that you were like, okay, let me start this business. It was more just let me dip these strawberries because it's going to make me feel better. Mm -hmm. And were you... um, Using in the beginning, were you giving those strawberries away as a way to like have that exchange to make others feel better? Or was it more just the self-soothing? It was a little bit of both because while I was shopping for them and looking for them, and when I came home and dipped them, it was like a release for me. But I did it so much. I had so much to give. I couldn't just keep it all. I couldn't just eat it all. So when I would go to my church group, <laughs> when I would go to my church groups or just friends, I would literally just give them away. I would just yes. bring them wherever I went. And so and that's they brought it. they brought joy to those people too, which is so awesome. I would like you to talk about some of the challenges that you've had to overcome as you have grown your business. So one of the challenges that I had to overcome while growing the business is time management. Um, For me, that was a big one because I was so used to having structure and so used to doing things in order. And when you're dealing, when you're in entrepreneurship, everything is not going to come to you. It's not going to flow to you in order. So you have to be ready (laughs) all the time for whatever comes. Another thing I had to teach myself was um, you have to prepare yourself for everything. And that was a struggle because if I wasn't totally experienced in it. And not, and not being experienced in it, I didn't know all the steps and everything and what I needed to do to take, especially like doing an event. There are a lot of components to doing an event, especially if it's out, outside. There's so many components and there's so many times that I forgot things, I missed things, um, something I was for, I was supposed to bring and it was like really, really important or I didn't bring my charger or I didn't have any water. So those struggles of making sure that I have every single thing not missing a beat, I struggle with. And sometimes I still struggle with that to this day, but I'm much better at it now. Because I'm telling you, once you bump your head a few times... <laughs> from beginning, forgetting something important, you won't do it again. 
but I still struggle, you know, from time to time with that. And did you have to overcome any fears um, or any areas where, like, because you said you weren't an experienced entrepreneur before this, so I'm sure there were just so many things to learn. How did you overcome those fears and how did you know where to go to get the help you needed? So I had the fear of, I think what us women struggle with, I had the fear of not being good enough or fear that I wasn't worthy enough to have my baked goods displayed and people buy them. And so to help me with that, I just started surrounding myself with people that were positive, with people that are um, that knew a lot about entrepreneurship, that could encourage me to, to know my worth. And that's a powerful thing, because once you know your worth, you're unstoppable. Oh, that is so good. Once you know your worth, you're unstoppable. Wow. I love that. Well, tell us what is next for you and your business. Do you see yourself kind of settling into where you're at now, or do you see yourself taking it to new levels and new heights? Well, I definitely um, don't want to remain stagnant. Like that's one thing that I always want to do is keep evolving and so now I'm at a point now where there's no turning back at this point. There's no turning back. And so I've had so many doors open for me, so many amazing opportunities. And that really just pushes me to want to go um, to the next level, to just take it up a, a step higher. And eventually I do want to open my, my own bakery. Like that's just... It's not the tip of the iceberg for me, but it really is an important um, goal that I set for myself to be able to accomplish. And I know that the steps that I'm taking now and the things I'm doing now have just paved the way for me to walk right into that. So definitely um, the brick and mortar is on the radar. It's definitely on the radar and more events um, including women, women's empowerment groups. Um, I did a Mother's Day brunch, um, which was uh, a dip and sip for women. And it was awesome. Like it was just totally awesome. All the women came down, they learned how to dip chocolate covered strawberries and were able to take a bouquet of strawberries home with them. And it was just an amazing, amazing time to empower women and to empower myself at the same time. I love that. How did you get the idea for the dip and sip event? Did you just come up with that all on your own? Um, so I kind of um, borrowed um, the idea of sip and paint. Okay. So I borrowed that idea. I love it. Thank you. But I used it as for my own purpose, which was sip and, <clears throat> excuse me, sip and dip. And um, so they had mommy mosas and they had whatever beverage they would like. Um, they had um, open-faced omelets and we were a long table and we just sat across from each other. Um, we did a Q&A and that was, it was just, it, it just opened up so many um, doors for um, my self-esteem, for their self-esteem. It was a really, really, um, it was a great event. Like it was awesome. Yes, it sounds amazing. And are you planning to do more of those type of events in the future? Of 
course, of course I am. I'm really Love looking it. for one, like for couples now, um, for Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. I'm going to be watching for that one. And I, I actually saw someone post in a Facebook group earlier. It was one of our local Wichita um, women networking groups. And they said they were looking for a commercial real estate agent to help them find a bakery. And I thought it was you. I was oh. looking to see, oh, is that Nicole? But it wasn't you yet, but that's coming too. So that's so exciting. And also I wanted to ask you my final question, which is what advice do you have for moms who need to earn an income for their families, but they also want to be at home full-time with their kids? So I feel like it, that depends on like what age they're at. Cause I feel like if they're, for me, when they were really young and small, like I felt like I needed to have them close with me all the time. Like I really felt the need to nurture them, to care for them. And once they got into like, I'd say like the end of elementary, like now I have two in junior high, I feel like I could kind of not, uh, not mother bear them as much, but still keep um, them in close contact with me and my heart. And that's where, them helping me with the business came in that like that really played um a pivotal part in being able to um be somewhat of a home and a business owner at the same time i really enjoyed this conversation with nicole from incredibly sweet today i know that she brings so much value in sharing her story about how she came out of a dark time and created something that is beautifully blessing her family and her community. She's finding more and more ways to expand and grow through this experience. If you wanna learn more about Nicole and her business, Incredibly Sweet, you can find her on Facebook at Incredibly Sweet LLC. You can also find her on Instagram at Incredibly Sweet. I will link to both of those in the show notes. I am so incredibly thankful for each and every one of you who listen to the show. Whether this is your first time listening or if you've been a faithful listener since the beginning, I just want to say thank you for being here. I hope that you will find encouragement through this podcast and know that you are not alone in wondering how you can provide the income you need for your family while still being fully present for your kids and available to them in a flexible way. I created this podcast out of my desire to stay at home with my son and out of my need to help earn income for my family. I had done a lot of research online and been a part of a lot of groups, but I wanted to have the opportunity to talk to real moms who were making this lifestyle work for them. My goal with the podcast is to connect you with real resources so that you can live the life that you dream to live as a mom and treasure the precious childhood moments with your kids. Join me next week for another episode 
of the Capital Mom Podcast.